222 Paranormal Podcast, starring your host, the ghost with the most, Joe Shuridge and his sister, Jen. Hello. Very scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. Hi, listeners. Hi, favorite listeners. We're back. Did you miss This us? is so weird being in the studio. I had to clean off the desk <laughs> because... It's been, what, six weeks now since yeah. we've been in? Because luckily we had all those recordings Show, done. Shows in the can. <laughs> and I don't know how long my voice is going to last, but we're going to shrug through this. We'll do it. Welcome to our Halloween special, everybody. Spooktacular. Spooktacular. Happy birthday, by the way, Joe, everybody. Yesterday. Real, real applause for Joe's birthday. Yep. Clap. <laughs> Clap. Happy birthday. It's always fun because your birthday is right around Halloween, so it's the spooky time. Spooky time. So, Joe. Huh? Since our listeners are very curious, give everybody an update. How are you doing? I'm doing better. Um, if a lot of you guys don't know, I had some stroke issues. Went in the doctor's or went in the emergency room, and they actually said I had a 90% blockage of my artery, oh my carotid artery. So they cut it open, and they cleaned it out, put it all back together, and... Now he has a big scar. He looks <laughs> like he's been in a knife fight. <laughs> but it was uh, what they call a TIA, which is a mini stroke. Mm-hmm. And they said that the it wasn't really a stroke. They had, that was the symptoms of the stroke because of the blockage. Mm-hmm. Uh, stroke is when it's completely blocked and it's sort of like a heart attack for okay. the brain. But they caught it in time. Good. And now I'm just recovering from the surgery, which kicked my butt. Yeah. You know, <laughs> take your time and, and uh, you know, heal up because... We need our host. Yeah. It'd be a very boring show if we didn't talk. I'd have to like spend the whole show just trying to communicate to you (laughs) from the other side. (laughs) Joe, can you hear me? And it would be all like... What's the password? One word answers (laughs) like we get from the spirit box. (laughs) He'd be like, the only word that would come over the spirit box, snacks. Snacks. (laughs) No snacks for you. Doritos. No Doritos. Celery. (laughs) Healthy foods going forward. Yeah, we're we're gonna have to um, trade out our 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 love for snacks for <laughs> vegetables. Speaking but the of- thing is, it wasn't my cholesterol that it just they said that my artery was twisted a little. Oh, and it started blocking or something. I don't know because every time I go to the doctor, they say my cholesterol is perfect and all mm-hmm. that, and you know I'm obviously healthy because I exercise a lot. Yeah, yeah. but who knows. You never know. You know, it's just you never know why things like this happen, mm-hmm. but maybe it's just a chance for you to like take some time to just relax and, and yeah, do sleep something. A lot. Sleep. Since the surgery, I, that's all I've been doing is sleeping. But that's what your body needs, <laughs> right? You need to, you heal when you sleep. Yeah. And we uh, couldn't do our library speech that had to be canceled yeah. and that, but hey, kind of hard to do it when you're laying in a hospital bed. Right. <laughs> but we're just, glad that you're back everybody's glad so thanks everybody for the well wishes on facebook and really want to just say a couple shout outs to you know people who have left well wishes yeah and, thanks and, everybody and supports the show all our mm-hmm. listeners are very important to us even the ones who um gave us a hard time about brian cano's show <laughs> <laughs> those are just trolls that saw trolls. his name and trolls. yeah <laughs> but um no it, it's um but they listened they listened that's right <laughs> 
<laughs> it's all that counts. It was right? a download. It was a download. Uh, no, it's great. But um, we're, you know, we haven't done a Halloween show in so long, Joe. So last one was woo. show 15. I know. It <laughs> was 107 oh my, years ago. We did so bad. <laughs> but you know what? It was fun. Mm-hmm. We had fun. No, but we, um, this show is coming out on Halloween. We want to do just do a little fun with Halloween, some spooky stuff, tell some ghost stories, tell you some stuff about Halloween. But before we mention that, though, Halloween is a good time to prepare yes. for Christmas mm-hmm. because the stores have Christmas stuff out already. And uh, No, <laughs> it was out before Halloween. <laughs> yeah, but I just want to plug your closet, oh, your thank boutique. You. Uh, just, I know on the last show we had a commercial in the beginning. But um, yeah, I want to I want to just bring that up. If anybody needs some good clothing, it's high end clothing for super low prices. Yes, you've got what like five thousand things listed right now. <laughs> I have one thousand forty seven items for sale. No, you know, just um, because of a lot of the shipping and delays this season. You know, they say to start your shopping early because of the supply chain issues, and you know it's hard to find truck drivers, and half the stuff is sitting in the FedEx warehouse that you yeah. probably ordered six weeks ago but no hey if you're looking for you know a nice little handbag or a pair of shoes or a nice jacket warm winter jacket just check out my poshmark yeah. it's www.poshmark.com slash at h-a-p-p-i-e-22 or if you want a link just email me and i'll send you the link yeah or we'll have you throw it up in the show notes yeah it's if, always in the show notes but it's or even go to our website. It's on our website, too. Yeah. And if you want to buy a really cool ghost-themed shirt for somebody who listens to the show, you know, you can always go buy our t- to our website, buy some cool T-shirts. Ghost. There's. I like the one that Joe put up. He says, ghost hunting granny or ghost yeah. hunting grandpa. Or grandma s- and grandpa. Yeah, grandma and grandpa ghost hunters. <laughs> so, you know, go and get your uh, T-shirt for your grandma yeah, and grandpies. Go up to our website. You'll find everything there. You click on uh, either T-shirts or click on Jen's Poshmark uh, link, which is right below the play button. Yeah, sorry. Just support the show. It's yeah. you know, the only way we get gas to go to conventions. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, but, um, oh, so, so exciting. I love Halloween season. Spooky. I know we mentioned it on our last Halloween special back 2,000 years ago, <laughs> um, but what's your favorite memory of Halloween? Um, I had this Wonder Woman costume in the 70s, so it was one of those like plastic one-piece things that had the plastic tie string at the back of the neck, and then the plastic face yeah. mask you know and it had the like the little like the slit, slit for, the mouth, for yeah. the mouth and i always remember i kept sticking my tongue through that <laughs> you didn't cut your tongue i know right that and then one time we went trick-or-treating in the apartments behind mm-hmm. us which was cool because you didn't have to go outside you just go up and down the steps in each building and you get candy i like that yeah you, know. you could go building to building to building and then cut through the the woods and go to the other apartment complex yeah and and uh we used to come back with literally full <laughs> pillowcases of candy. Yeah. And we didn't have no plastic pumpkins. We were chowed out. We had pillowcases. <laughs> <laughs> and 50 something years later, his arteries are thanking yes. him for it. <laughs> yes. I'll be next, Joe, because I'm so. <laughs> 
freaking chubby right now. <laughs> but anyways, you know, you know, do you remember now? Th- I think this was before my time, but it might have been like when you were young, when dad would take you guys out trick-or-treating and like he knew everybody in the neighborhood like all those were the times when all the neighbors knew everybody it was like a new neighborhood and you know all the people were had kids at the same age and and dad would take you around and like everybody would offer him a beer or shot by the time he get home he was so crying my mom would be so mad (laughs) i have to laugh about that because i think that would be really funny like if we could like go back in time and like you know, to see yeah. dad like that. that I, so funny. It's hard to remember what he did when we would pour all our candy out because you know he was picking at it. <laughs> oh, yeah. They say that um, parents on average steal f- five pieces of candy a day from their kids hey, after Halloween. <laughs> You're like, Mom, all my Reese's are gone. You blame me, brothers and sisters. Yeah. It was your parents. Reese's and the, the little crunch bars. Oh, and- gosh. You know what I'm very mad about right now? And I just thought of this and I'm going to write the Hershey company. There are no fun size whatchamacallit bars. Oh, really? Why is there no fun size whatchamacallits? I don't know. But I did see, I think they headed out last year, fun size salads that you can pass out. Stop. <laughs> Little the madness. Dole salads. If I get one of those, I'm egging the house. <laughs> Did you get, did our listen, listeners, did you guys ever egg anybody's house? I, I don't did. think I ever I egged any. Did. I think we toilet papered one time, but we never egged anybody's house. <laughs> my car got egged, I think, one Halloween. I think it was one of my Volkswagens, but that's funny. I don't know. You know, it's interesting. Um, I read this thing, and I'll just tell you really quickly because yeah. you guys, you know, I love fun facts, and I'm sure you guys love Halloween fun facts about candy. Did you know, Joe? that there is a new America's favorite candy. As of 2020, it has surpassed the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Guess what it is? I don't even want to know. Skittles! Skittles? Are you kidding Taste me? Taste the rainbow. Ugh. They're so good. <sighs> Yummy. Yep. Gross. They topped Reese's Peanut Butter Cups and Starburst, which were the number one and number two, for the most desirable I'm calling Halloween. bull crap on that. <laughs> and did you know candy corn your favorite joe loves candy corn i'm kidding although they do make those chocolatey ones uh really i'm okay i just gotta uh, have a confession i bought a whole bag of the autumn mix which has like the pumpkins the candy corns and then the chocolate corns and i almost ate the whole bag myself (laughs) at work (laughs) but um People absolutely hate candy corn. Yeah. It is on the worst list. (laughs) Ever put like candy corns in your mouth like vampires? Vampires, yeah. Uh (laughs) So good. But originally candy corn was called chicken feed. And um, it was popularized around the end of the 19th century. So it's been around a while. Wow. I don't know. I like it. If you don't like it, too bad. There's a huge party in Detroit every year and they didn't have it last year and they're not having it this year because it's just so big and with all the COVID crap but anyhow it's called Theater Bazaar Mm -hmm. and this is every movie you've ever seen about Halloween parties is what it, it looks like they have clowns the head person of the party is actually a clown and they have this uh, mind 
blowing, swirling things and mm-hmm. statues and people. And it's you have to be dressed up to go to it. it mm-hmm. It's a requirement. It's at the Masonic Temple now. It used to be outdoors. They have fire dancers. They have bands. They have all that. Well, in the giant ballroom that's there, this mm-hmm. huge ballroom, every table has like a 10-foot centerpiece wow. made of pumpkins and candles. And at the base of it is thousands of candy corns oh my god and we were at the party and the one dana i look over and dana's picking the candy corns and eating them i'm like those have been in the outs you know out in the on the tables for days and she's (laughs) like oh yeah i didn't think of that like (laughs) you're gonna have a disease (laughs) (laughs) but it's a huge party thousands of people go to it and you have to be dressed up and it just yeah look it up on look Okay, look up Crud Theater Bazaar, and you'll see Dana's band playing at it, and it's just, it's wild. I heard it's, like, just levels and levels of, like, every room is, like, a different theme. And, you know, that Masonic Temple in Detroit is super haunted, too. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. Just being in there, and especially during that party where they have all the decorations. I mean, it takes them half a year to set this up. Oh, my God. And it's not a haunted house. Mm -hmm. It's a party. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Never been to But it. when you mentioned the candy cane, I thought of that. I looked over and Dana's picking it and she's eating. I'm like, ah. Oh, <laughs> and I do have a picture of her. Mm-hmm. And because of the lighting, her arm is green. I see that's what happens when you eat the candy <laughs> cane. Dana, if you're listening, do not eat the candy no. corn. It's for decoration only. I kept saying candy canes, candy corns. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. We'll, we'll give you a pass this time. Yeah. So just going back to like, where did Halloween come from? I know we all know it, but it's so much fun to it's, talk about it. It's an old, old tradition. And <laughs> it's not called Sam Hain like we called it on our <laughs> other show. <laughs> we called it Sammy Hagar. <laughs> yeah. It's actually pronounced Sawin. Oh, okay. Completely wrong from what it looks like. Apologize to all the but people the who tradition, follow that religion. So the tradition originally originated with the ancient Celtic festival of Samhain, when people would light bonfires and wear costumes to ward off the ghosts. Mm. In the 8th century, the Pope George III actually designated November 1st as a time to honor all the saints, which became All Saints Day. I don't know what the word is, but to get rid of the pagan ritual <laughs> of Samhain. So the day before Samhain, which would be October 31st, became All Hallows' Eve, which ended up being Halloween. And that's the date that the tradition stayed on. But, you know, the Samhain festival actually lasted a lot longer. And it went a few days, you know, in November, which ended up being centered around October 31st and November 1st. But it wasn't just a one-day thing like we celebrate Halloween now. Mm Mm-hmm. And the church actually changed a lot of their traditions and called it All Saints Day or All Hallows' Eve. But November 1st actually became All Saints Day, which kept the tradition on November or October 31st as All Hallows' Eve. And also, there's a Druid tradition that, you know, when they do the bonfires, it helps them communicate with the dead. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, it's like incorporates um, us, you know, having skeletons and pumpkins which we'll talk a little bit about Mm -hmm. later you know and then 
American pagans, they hold like music and dance celebration. They now call them like witches balls, basically. Yeah. And then the, like the show you were telling us about at Theater Bazaar, that kind of just carries on that tradition of their uh, mm-hmm. rituals. Church leaders attempted to re- refrain from Samhain, but they actually wanted to turn it into a Christmas celebration. But that never flew. <laughs> uh, the first attempt was by Pope Boniface in the 5th century. He moved the celebration to May 13th and specified the celebration of the saints and the martyrs. The fire festival in October and November, however, did not end with that decree. So he tried to change it into a Christmas holiday on May 13th. Okay. When, you know, we celebrate Christmas in December because they say that's Jesus's birth, but there was something I thought they said that they really thought Jesus was born in March. Yeah. Hmm. Because of the way that the, the tradition or the uh, story goes as the three wise men followed this North Star. Mm-hmm. They said that the North Star didn't come out on December. It came oh. out in April. Oh, okay. So in the Middle Ages, farmers would actually have the Samhain festivals around their homes and their barns. The bonfires near the homes and the barns actually became a tradition to ward off and protect families from the fairies and the witches. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. How did it get here to the States, right? So the Irish immigrants, you know, in the 1800s, there was just this flood of immigration from Mm -hmm. Ireland because of the potato famine. And if you don't know what that is, there was a blight on the potato crops and people were literally starving to Mm -hmm. death. And it's so weird because I went to the potato famine cemeteries when I was in Ireland. It was so weird. It was like you felt people staring at you and there was Mm -hmm. nobody there. I mean, like hundreds of people staring at you. It was the weirdest feeling. So they brought this tradition of Halloween over with them because of an Irish legend about the jack-o'-lanterns. Yeah. So the legend of the jack-o'-lanterns, okay, there was a person, I guess, named Jack, and he was in hell. He was so bad in hell that the devil cast him out. (laughs) Okay. What'd you do, Joe? Yeah. So... The legend goes that the devil actually gave him a bit of fire from the pits of hell to hold on to for eternity. What he ended up doing was he ended up hollowing out a turnip and putting the fire inside the turnip and used it as a lantern. And that's where the term jack-o'-lantern came from. That's cool. Now, children would hollow out turnips, put candles in them, and cut faces into them. Mm -hmm. And that's where tradition of cutting up the turnips to look like jack-o'-lanterns came from. The tradition came to America, and instead of using turnips, the kids would use pumpkins because that's when, around October, is when the harvest season is of pumpkins. So the kids would hollow out the pumpkins, put faces on them, put candles inside them, put the pumpkins on poles, wrap the poles with a sheet, and hold it up into windows to scare people. (laughs) Let's try it. Yeah, so that's where the legend of the jack-o'-lantern came from was there was a legend of the man named Jack that was cast out of hell for being too bad. Joey went down to Georgia. He was like, poor salt <laughs> steel. Joey went down to hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that is so interesting because one of the largest displays of jack-o'-lanterns was in New Hampshire, and there was 30,581 jack-o'-lanterns lit at one time. And it's a huge tradition here in the States, too, right now, is carving p- 
pumpkins. And there are so many intricate carvings. I do know an artist here in Toledo that she carves them up every year. Mm-hmm. And some of them are world known. Wow. You know, she's had them in different art festivals and that for her carvings. And it is so amazing. It looks like a molded plastic, the way that she carves by going deeper or shallower into the pumpkin to get the different light tones and stuff. It's just amazing. Mine looked like a five-year-old did it. I I didn't do any this year, but normally, you know. (laughs) That was another tradition as kids. We loved carving the pumpkins, and then mom would take all the seeds and make pumpkin seeds. I want to try that. Now, somebody told me today that they make theirs with garlic salt. How good would that be? Like garlic powder pumpkins. Mm -hmm. Yum, yum, yum. So as Samhain turned into All Hallows' Eve and Halloween, different traditions and different things came out of this, which brings us to the modern day. Okay, so way back in the day, back in the day, priests would tell people to pray for the souls, the souls that are in purgatory. And the way that you would get people out of purgatory is the, the more prayers, the better off they are. So what they would do is they would send children out to houses. And in exchange for prayers, the kids would get what they call soul cakes, little cakes. Mm-hmm. And that's where the tradition of going house to house, wanting treats. Now, it was pretty much around the 17th century when the advent of Halloween mass came out. The celebrations started getting worse and worse, okay, it became more ruckus more violent. Mm-hmm. And the idea of putting masks on were so that people wouldn't know who you were when you were doing these things. In 1833 is when small groups of people would start gathering and telling ghost stories. So that tradition started around 1833. Halloween became very violent. Like in 1930s was considered one of the worst Halloweens. And like I said, things were just getting worse and worse. They actually called that Black Holiday, mm-hmm. and now Black Holiday is Black Friday. But um, <laughs> let's go shopping. Yeah, let's swim out to the <laughs> the tankers. Yeah, and right, go. and get our uh, stuff off the. Yeah. yeah, but it was getting more violent. Okay, around the 20th century, it became very violent, destructive. Kids would and adults would actually do things like put soap on the rails of the trolleys so that the trolleys would not be able to break and slow down and actually crash. Oh, my god! There were situations where people were taking the stairways off the front of the houses so when people came out, they would <gasps> fall. That's terrible. That's no true. Gangs would go through the cities and actually start buildings on fire, and this became known as the night before Halloween as Devil's Night. A lot of cities and people were getting pissed off about this stuff, and they would actually have people that would sit out on the streets or sit out at the gates of farms to try to keep people from getting into their farms. Oh, wow. So people were getting pissed off, you know. I mean, it's their gangs are destroying the cities. So after the 1930s, what they did was to fix it, people would come up with different ideas and stuff, and there was actually a company that came up with books called Boogie Books, like the Boogeyman. Uh-huh came up with boogie books, and that was to try to teach kids about having Halloween parties Mm -hmm. and stuff. And that same company started coming up with costumes. That's where the actual costumes started to come. And they were made of paper, very flammable. (laughs) Nice. You know, 
Your kids. Yeah, your <laughs> kids. Yourself on fire. Oh, I mean, look at what we had when we were kids, the plastic ones with the plastic. You couldn't breathe. No. You couldn't breathe at all. But that was a way to come up with ideas to start having Halloween parties instead of the Devil's Night stuff. And really, growing up, I remember in the 80s, Devil's Night was really bad. I mean, especially yeah. in Detroit. Yeah, for sure. And in recent years, I don't think it's been as bad, but... Mm-hmm. Well, they have like groups that go out and they call it Angels Night and they go out and patrol the areas where people mm-hmm. would like, you know, set things on fire. Now, they still have fires, but nothing compared nothing to what compared was to going what? on in the 70s and 80s. Yeah. You know, I read this little tidbit here that at one point, trick-or-treating was also inspired by this tradition called mumming. And in the Middle Ages, people would begin practicing mumming where they dressed up as ghosts and demons, went door to door. But they would perform songs and scenes from plays in exchange for food or drink. And then, you know, that was part of that tradition of like, okay, now, um, you know, we're in the 1950s and then you've got all these candy companies, Mm -hmm. you know, um, that are really like starting to boom, like Hershey's and Nestle's. And they would start making these miniature size candy bars, which was like revolutionized, you know, the whole thing with Halloween. But, you know, they say that people spend nearly a billion dollars in total on, on Halloween, which is ridiculous mm-hmm. and crazy. You could spend some money, but that's okay. Um, guess what? Okay, here's a fun fact. 2020, right? Okay. So, like, it's COVID time, and we really weren't doing a whole lot of getting together. But take a while, guess what the top costumes were. Oh. Okay, so this is... Um, what year? Last year, 2020. Oh, okay. And for adults, um, the National Retail Federation has surveyed, and guess what the number one oh, man. costume was? I'm thinking Naughty Nun or something like that. <laughs> That's my favorite. Oh, did I say that out loud? <laughs> la, la, la. It's not what I would wear. Sister don't want to hear I wouldn't wear that myself. Yeah, right. But, you know. I'm going to go check your closet here <laughs> a second. Okay, number five, Ghost. Number four, Batman. Batman. Number three is a cat. Probably a sexy cat. Uh, yeah, I would sexy imagine. cat. Number two is vampire. And the number one was a witch costume. Well, when I went to Theater Bazaar, I was a vampire. You were. Yes. Yeah. A Kenny Rogers vampire. No, Kenny Rogers. I can't. My voice is not. He can't, I can't. I'm sorry. He can't strain his um, throat. Can't do my was Kenny ripped Rogers. open like a vampire. It was. It, it, I mean, it looks like. Your it. scar looks really good, though. Like right now, it's not as bad as I yeah. thought it was going to be. I think what it'll heal up real nice. Though. Instead of actually having stitches now, they put glue so I had glue all the way from my ears all the way so down gross. around my neck. And they, so they were gross. like, don't peel it. Let it peel naturally. <laughs> yeah, so right. For the last two weeks I've had, it looked like my skin was falling off. <laughs> it looked like leper. a giant caterpillar. A leper. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Ward off evil spirits, right? Wasn't there some tradition of putting a c- colander or yeah. was that Christmas? That's a Christmas Oh, thing. never mind, mm-hmm. people. That's Christmas. We'll talk about it at Christmas time. <laughs> Now, in a few states, um, the night before Halloween is known as Mischief Night, yeah. right? Or Devil's Night, like in Detroit. Yeah, and like, you know, people are smashing pumpkins, not the band. And then that's mostly in Pennsylvania, New, Jer- New Jersey. New Jersey. New Jersey. New Jersey. <laughs> oh, I can't talk. I can't do it. Um, but this is really funny. Silly String 
in Hollywood, California, where I used to live. I literally lived in Hollywood. Silly string is banned on Halloween. You can get a $1,000 fine if you're caught using silly string on Halloween in Hollywood. I wonder why. It just sticks to everything. I know it's very flammable. Yeah. That's probably it. Yeah. Silly string and then light up a smoke, have a a menthol and some (laughs) silly string. (laughs) Um, The song Monster Mash was briefly banned in the UK in the 1962. What's, What's... 1962, the year that they had that case that Ed and Lorraine Warren went to London with that case of the, um, and, and was, no, I forget. I just field, and field, um, poltergeist. Yeah. Cause I just watched the conjuring two the other night and I thought I had seen it before, but apparently I didn't, or maybe I just saw the ending cause I was like, I don't know if I've ever seen two. Now I got to see three. Okay. Anyways, um, Harry Houdini famously died on Halloween in 1926. So he was a world famous magician, illusionist. Um, his appendix burst. He was performing in Detroit. Yeah. In um, the 24th of October, 1926, he died a week later from peritonitis, which is an inflammation of the organs caused by an organ leaking, mm-hmm. and he died on Halloween. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. Um, the world's longest, longest haunted house is, guess what state it's in? It's uh, Kentucky. 3,564 feet long. Is it a barn or something? It's Ohio. Um, haunted Cave in Lewisburg, oh. Ohio, 80 feet under the ground. Really? Creepy. We should go. I'm going to look into that because I, if it's a haunted cave in Halloween, obviously yeah. it, they have tours normally, so I'm going to go walk in a cave. Of course, I might get cave cough again. Oh, yeah. You should be careful. I'll wear a mask. That. I don't like where they, people jump out at you. No, I never I have. like to go to haunted locations, but I don't want to go to haunted houses. Yeah. I would pee my pants because I get scared when people jump out at me. Disney's Hocus Pocus was originally called Haunted or Halloween House. Yeah, Halloween House. But they changed it, thanks goodness, because that's a dumb name. And um, the most commercially successful horror film, guess what it was? Was it Halloween? Nope. Oh. (laughs) Um, 2017, Stephen King's classic, It. I've never seen it. I haven't either. I've never seen it. I probably have nightmares because there's a clown in it. Gore. I don't like clowns. Yeah. I have nightmares. <laughs> Worst nightmare the other night. It was so weird. And maybe some of our, our listeners can interpret this for me. But I was going down the expressway and it was like, it was dark and the clouds were like black and puffy. And it was like it was nighttime, but it wasn't nighttime, but it was dark. And I'm going down the expressway 75 and all these black wolves or hellhounds or dogs mm. were coming at me like 50 of them. We're coming up the expressway and I'm going down the expressway and I'm driving and then all of a sudden I'm in a lazy boy chair <laughs> and I'm backing up. I'm going backwards down the expressway as all these dogs are, are like running towards me or coming towards me and then it just is they coming and I woke up. It <laughs> scared me. But what does that all mean? What does it mean? I don't know. I don't know. Scary. I had a dream last night that, okay, so picture this. Two square long handles mm-hmm. about foot maybe two and a foot long and then a square block at the end of them about six inches wide mm-hmm. with a little propeller on the end i was flying using this <laughs> propeller thing holding on to it 
flying and I didn't land right. So I'm like landing or I'm going around so I can land better at the gas station. (laughs) But I did have dreams looking up in the sky, seeing UFOs that were books. Oh, that's weird. Okay. So I don't know. So Somebody please interpret our dreams. (laughs) Maybe, you know, it's weird because it's Halloween season, right? And it's always like fun and spooky times and stuff. And in the area we live in, and we've talked about it and go back and listen to this show that we did. It's, it's a place called Gibbs Bridge. It's just like this urban legend place mm-hmm. that we go to. But I had this overwhelming sensation that I needed to go to Gibbs Bridge yesterday. Really? Yes. And I don't know what it was. It was like it was on my mind all day long. It was the weirdest thing. And it was like something kept saying, go to Gibbs Bridge. I didn't go because, you know, I'm so busy all the time. I have no free time. Even go, you know get my hair did but yeah it was just weird i was just like i could not stop thinking about gibbs bridge for some reason i was like woo, spooky time hmm. but um i don't know what do, what do you guys have in your area what's like your guys's local legend go-to place on halloween do you think people go to like cemeteries on halloween yes definitely <laughs> don't get arrested people just our word of advice don't get caught <laughs> but you know have you ever you've been to um, ravine cemetery haven't you mm-hmm. joe that place is so creepy at night can you imagine how creepy it's going to be on halloween night because oh, it's yeah. still warm out so you know there's going to be fog there's going to be the full moon it's going to be creeptastic so before we let you go we want to tell little scary stories of true things that happened to us and you know, I always say I don't get scared, but there was one time where my adrenaline was pumping. We were in the woods in southern Pennsylvania at a thing called the Black Cross. What the Black Cross is, is a makeshift cemetery for immigrants that died during the yellow fever epidemic. The Catholic Church would not allow them to be buried in the Catholic cemetery. So a farmer offered his land up to make a mass grave. Jen and I and Josh were there. We all heard babies crying. We heard voices in the woods. And as I'm standing there, I look over at a stump that I knew was there. I turn. I turn back, and it turned into a man coming out of the woods, almost like attacking me. I looked up, and I saw him. He was wearing gray wool pants, a red shirt, and a black hat. And as I turned, he just vanished back into the stump. My adrenaline was pumping that day. I've never got scared except that because I think that he was coming out of the woods at us. After going there, I read that what people experience there is they feel that the woods is staring at them. People have reported hearing babies cry and hearing voices coming from the trees the exact same thing that happened to us. Oh, my gosh. And I physically saw you. You, I won't say physically saw you. I saw you physically jump. Yeah. You know, that's, that's that natural instinct you have. You know when, like, somebody comes up behind you or you feel somebody staring at you or, like, you turn and you're like, <gasps> you know, because mm-hmm. somebody's right there. And you just don't do that out of nothing. Yeah. You know, like. Because I knew that stump was there. Yeah. But when I turned. It physically turned into a man. That's freaky. We should have had a camera. 
So I'll give you guys a little update of something that happened in my haunted house. My haunted home. My real house. I was sitting on the couch and this was about, I don't know, maybe a month, month and a half ago. It was just one of those nights where I couldn't sleep. I'm sitting on the couch and it was right about midnight. And I turned the TV off and, you know, my bird was quiet because I had put his cage, cover on his cage. And I heard a man's voice so loud, I about jumped out of my skin. And I couldn't tell if it was somebody on the porch. I mean, they would have had to been right up on the door because it was audibly loud in my ear. And it's, I was like scared. I almost called the police because I thought somebody was trying to break in my house. But I was like, it was so loud. It was like it was inside my house. Now I have a brick house. So like, you know, I had a storm door and then a wood door. So, you know, sound's going to be muffled when it comes through like a a door or something like that but it was like it was like somebody was like you and me far away like five feet away it was like oh oh, like that it was they didn't say anything but it was almost like somebody was I don't know like you walk up on something you're like oh I don't know I couldn't even explain it I was petrified so I, I took my car keys and I set the car alarm off because I figured if somebody's outside that might scare them away or alert my neighbors. And I don't know, I could not shake that feeling for the longest time. So I got my friend Sarah, who's, you know, a just ghost hunter. She's not afraid of nothing. Like she's she's a fireball. Yeah. Right. She she's seen demons. She does not scare. I'm like, you're crazy. But anyways, she ran over, like literally came over and she like checked all around the property. There's nothing outside. And then she walks in the house and she's like, You got a bunch of spirits here. And it's funny because like two days earlier I called into this, you know, call in talk show thing with the spirit medium. And he's like, you got a bunch of spirits in your house, don't you? And I'm like, I think so. And he was telling me that there, he said, there's a man and a woman or a man and two women, a little boy and a little girl and like two dog spirits. So that was like seven spirits in total at my house. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that makes sense. And he's like, they're just there. They don't want to bother you. They don't want to be bothered. I'm like, it's fine. I don't care, right? Whatever. You can be there as long as you don't bother me or scare me. But it was funny because before that, I heard a woman's cough in my bedroom. And it was weird because I had heard a woman before, the day before. And I thought, eh, it could have been the TV on. It could have been the computer on. It could have been somebody outside. And the, you know, the wind travel, the noise travels. But the cough was right in my bedroom. Yeah. So, you know, just, you just never know. Like, and I couldn't stop shaking. Mm-hmm. Like, it scared me. Like, I was like, you know, if, if there's people up and down my street all the time, right? So I'm like, it doesn't really bother me. But, but when you hear something inside your house, right? Yeah. And you're yeah. like, what's next? Is somebody <laughs> going to, you know, poser guy's going to come in and knock something over? Or, I don't know. It, it was just weird. So if you guys have ever experienced hearing things inside your house when you're home alone let us know i want to hear about it put it on our facebook page yeah we want to hear these ghost stories all right and i will put up on my facebook page the picture of dana with her green arm if i can find (laughs) it from the um, theater bazaar but we want to thank you for listening this week yes hope you enjoyed a little bit of history and a little bit of fun Yes, and all you listeners out there who take the time to comment on our Facebook page, thank you. We love you. Share our show with everybody. Yes. (laughs) And let's leave with some devil, white devil. Bye. Dead in five.
Goodbye, everyone. See you next week. you inside you